in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In the Clear podcast. I'm your host, Justin Reckla. And today we have a guest on the show today that is doing some great things in the world. Uh, we met recently in San Diego at an event uh, on podcasting and radio shows. And uh, I'm super excited to uh, introduce you to our guest today uh, because we're going to be talking about investor due diligence and the truth behind disruptive technologies. So without further ado, please help me welcome Scott Lopez. He's the managing director at Primary Capital and host of the Disruptive Investor radio show. Scott, welcome to the show. Justin, super thrilled to be here. And hello, everybody out there listening to the show. So, so Scott, um, I'm, I'm super excited about this because I love bringing on um, professionals and experts who have um, – you know, who, who are in the investor world, you know, we, we see so much uh, fraud and scams in, in the financial arena. And so whenever I can come across somebody and have a conversation with them about uh, what's going on in the different sectors, investment sectors and so forth, I'd love to pick their brains. So can, can you explain to our, our, our listening audience who, um, who you are and what your expertise is and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm an investment banker. And that means I have three securities licenses with the Securities Exchange Commission, Series uh, 63, 79, and 82. And basically what my firm does, we're, we're, we're a small boutique firm out of New York, uh, literally a uh, five-minute walk from the New York Stock Exchange. I run the office out of Newport Beach, California. We raise money. Uh, we raise capital for earlier stage companies, anywhere between $1 million to $100 million. But kind of the sweet spot, I would say, is, uh, 10 to $20 million. What that means is that if a company needs additional financing, they will go to the capital markets or they will go to private investors and uh, sell equity or debt, um, you know, for an exchange or some type of return to the investor. So, you know, what, what's been very helpful in that capacity is that I see a lot of investment opportunities or what we'd say in the industry are deals, right? I see a lot of deals, mm-hmm. early stage tech deals, medical device deals, and over the last couple of years, I also host an investor conference in Newport Beach where companies will come and present their, their opportunity, their company to accredited investors uh, from, you know, venture capital, angel investors, private equity, high net worth, uh, family offices. So I'm exposed to a lot of uh, different industries, entrepreneurs, business ideas. And disruptive technologies, you know, things that can really change how we do business today seem to be appearing all over the place, right? I mean, uh, in the news, we hear about artificial intelligence. We hear about cryptocurrencies. We hear about augmented reality, virtual reality, robots, drones, autonomous vehicles, um, you know, I, I, e-sports. More people watch e-sports, other people playing video games, and they do all of professional sports, traditional uh, professional sports combined. Uh, yeah. it's, it's fascinating to me. So I decided to put together a radio show that interviewed some of these entrepreneurs. You know, what are, you, what are they doing? What's their makeup? What kind of business opportunity or market uh, are they chasing? What's the solution to the problem, the big problem? But most importantly, I also wanted to get investors to write checks and get involved in those industries, right? Because that's another side of the equation. 
Yeah. So that's what we do. We, we fund companies and, and, and we have this radio show that where we try to uh, just give, give some, some focus and some transparency to some of the distractions that's happening out there. I absolutely love that. The, um, the disruptive technology industry, you know, uh, like you said, cryptocurrencies and some of the stuff that we're seeing in the AI world and whatnot is, is uh, really a game changer for a lot, um, not only the, the world, but for investors and how they make money and where they're making money and so forth. Um, how, how, do you, how, how do you see the way, um, how, how transparency has having an impact on, on, on the disruptive technology and in the investor world? How do you see that having an impact? Uh, transparency. So it's um, a lot of it's not transparent, right? A lot of it is very um, uh, pie in the sky, uh, slick um, uh, salesmanship if you're not careful, especially for the early stage companies. So I think what's important is if an investor is an accredited investor, that they do a tremendous amount of due diligence, which I'm really excited to be in your show because I know you really focus on you know being in the clear and transparent and, and having due diligence. But but what, what I would say is if there are investors out there or people that want to get involved in certain industries, start to do your due diligence, right? Um, and what does that mean? Um, if we're talking about a capital raise or somebody who's trying to get more money, we want to know what's the business model, right? How do you get your money back? What's the valuation of the company? Um, what is the uh, background of the management team, right? Have we done the bad actor check? What milestones have they achieved? Um, in their business so far. You know, Justin, there, there are two questions that will tell you about 90% of what you need to know about a potential investment opportunity or a deal. And it's very simple. But these two questions are, number one, and this is for the investor audience out here, or any entrepreneurs, because you may have to defend this against these <laughs> questions. How, <laughs> how much have you raised to date? And what did you do with it? Right? Well, Think about that. How much have you raised today? Like what resources did you have? How much money have you taken in? And what have you done with it? And the answers to those two questions will tell you about 90% of what you need to know on whether or not you're looking at a viable um, investment opportunity that warrants further uh, review or um, you know, attention on your part. So I, for example, if, go ahead. No, I, said, I was just gonna say, I absolutely, uh, Absolutely love that because we've come across uh, a lot of different uh, opportunities that people have had us vet. And, um, you know, we look at that. Those are the f- two of the first things that we, we look at is, is how much have you raised and what have you done with it? We've come across a couple of opportunities that, you know, they've raised $2 million over the last three years. And really the only thing that they have to show for it is uh, the 6,000 square foot home that the CEO is living in. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, that, 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 that's, uh, what we're, that's what's called a lifestyle business. <laughs> and we're not interested in investing in those. <laughs> it's a great point. But on the flip side, you know, maybe you found somebody who raised $300,000. They got a proof of concept to market. Um, they've got a team. Um, behind them, they've got uh, some potential customers. Uh, they've gone to, uh, they've met some certain maybe FDA clearances or regulatory approvals, depending on what it, kind of business they're in, and, and they're poised for commercialization. I mean, that is something you probably want to get a hold of. You, you, you know, may want to be involved. Yeah, and that's and that's that's a that's a viable, uh, you know, that's got that's that shows some forward progress, um, and you know, that's uh, that's that's those are the kinds of things that you need to be paying attention to, um, in in the disruptive technology world, um, 
in your experience, what, what, how many frauds and scams have you seen? Have you seen a rise in the frauds and scams that are coming up? Are there um, people out there that are, have a legit business, but the way they're going about raising capital, how much of that are you seeing in, in that industry right now? So disruptive technology, I think, is more of a category than it is an industry. But what I would tell you from early stage tech, um, there's a lot of people that don't know. Uh, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is, right? That's number one. I, I would just caution everybody to, uh, if you don't have expertise or you don't have somebody that you know that you can go to who has expertise in artificial intelligence or cannabis or cryptocurrency or, you know, drones or some type of software uh, solution, then you may not be qualified to, to, to get involved, right? And, and sometimes there's, there's this idea of know your swim lane, you know, stay in your swim lane, know your role. And, you know, uh, if, if you don't have expertise, why would you risk getting, um, um, you know, getting involved and potentially losing all your money? I mean, the, the, the landscape is, is littered with people who were emotionally caught up in something that they were not actually qualified to uh, invest in. So that's the first thing I would say is at least have some subject matter expertise that you have personally or that you know uh, you can draw upon to help you evaluate investment opportunities. Yeah. Um, in terms of, it, like, for, like for example, cryptocurrency right before the show, I actually don't have very much expertise in cryptocurrency and therefore I'm not investing in it no matter how much money uh, people supposedly are making. Um, I'm going to leave it up to the, 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 the market and the industry to, to shake out. I'm going to leave it up to the SEC to do some more regulation uh, of what's going on. And then I may take a look at it later, potentially. And I'm going to ask you, because I know you know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been diving in uh, to it a lot, just mainly because of the amount of frauds and scams that are that are popping up all over the place. And, you know, the um, ICO uh, the initial coin offerings that are popping up, you know, we're starting to see more regulation in the, um, uh, no, from the, uh, from the SEC, but unfortunately there's because of social media and the popularity of, of, uh, cryptocurrencies right now, there's, they're, they're just, you know, it's wrought with frauds and scams. And there's, I've got a list of 90 some odd things that have popped up so far that uh, are questionable at best. And I think I see two or three new ones that pop across my uh, purview each day. And so it's, 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 it's really crazy out there, but you know, the, um, I think that's going to be true in any um, category that of disruptive technology um, and you know, it's, if it's new, a lot of people aren't familiar with the technology. Uh, we, we get that with just across the board in the tech sector that, you know, you get a lot of people who don't understand technology. You know, they have trouble working a mouse, let alone, let alone investing in a company that's a tech company. Um, so what, what, what are some of the, the guidelines and rules? I mean, I know you gave us two great questions, but what are some other key indicators that, that somebody should be looking at if they're looking at investing in a disruptive technology? So I've also, um, I'm a big believer in that success leaves tracks, success leaves clues. And there are, if you actually listen to this show, um, there are a couple of investors uh, in other episodes and I'll throw their name out here, Cottonwood Technology Fund. That's Cottonwood Technology Fund out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, Mark Four Capital, M-A-R-K-I-B Capital. Uh, Mark Four Capital out of Newport Beach, California. Those are two early stage venture capitalists that firms that I, that I work with and I've interviewed for the show. And 
they are very successful professional investors. And if you go to their website, you'll see the portfolio companies that they're involved with, right? And they've inv they're invested in autonomous vehicles, artificial intelligence, SaaS business models, you know, service as a software, um, retail, uh, um, real estate. One of the guys, one of the guys at Markcore Capital used to run the AT&T Accelerator, so he had professional uh, experience, uh, really, um, you know, knowledgeable, and has written a lot of checks and made a lot of money. My friend, uh, David, his name is Michael Bowden. My friend David Bliven at Cottonwood Technology Fund, very successful early stage uh, venture capitalist. He writes checks between two to three million dollars for companies that qualify. They are a, they have a certain process that, that they go through. But here's what's interesting about Dave, and he actually will talk and work with corporate venture groups. What does that mean? A, a corporate customer, so to speak, that could potentially buy this company if it succeeds and they have an exit strategy. So if you remember Steve and Covey, begin at the end in mind, Cottonwood Technology will actually go talk to a Fortune 500 corporate venture group, get some preliminary indications that this group would buy the early stage company if it makes it, and then goes to work to help them uh, be successful and you know have a successful exit strategy. So I think if you don't have that expertise yourself, there are other people out there that do, right? And, I, and for people that are listening about disruptive technologies, I would say check out those two firms because they are generalists. They are invested in a lot of different companies and they, um, they're successful. And you, know, you, could, you could really study what they do, how they do it, um, and, and I think some, some success tips to be drawn from it. That's, that's, that's fantastic. And if you're just joining us, we are discussing investor due diligence and the truth behind disruptive technologies with Scott Lopez, the managing director at Primary Capital and host of Disruptive Investor Radio. And we will continue right after this break. Are you an entrepreneur who speaks at conferences? Have you attended a conference and seen someone on stage you know is guilty of bad business practices? If you want to stand out from the crowd and give your prospective clients peace of mind, then make sure your business is in the clear directory. All of our members operate in transparency and are screened annually for frauds and scams. Stand out from the crowd and get in the clear directory. Visit clearbusinessdirectory.com forward slash join to sign up today. Welcome back. We are talking to Scott Lopez, the Managing Director at Primary Capital and host of Disruptive Investor Radio about investor due diligence and the truth behind disruptive technologies. Um, Scott, before the break, we were talking about just the different things that um, uh, investors, potential investors should be uh, considering before investing in any type of disruptive technology. One of the things that you had mentioned was you know, if you don't know something about the industry or you don't know something about the technology, uh, you know, find somebody, ask somebody, ask somebody who's got the experience, who's got the expertise. Um, what advice would you have for uh, businesses that have a disruptive technology for going forth and actually raising capital? Well, I think it's important to work with um, experts that can help you uh, incubate that, that, that whole process. So there are a lot of what, you know, what are called innovation ecosystems across the country. Um, I'm here in Newport Beach, California, Orange County. We have a lot of uh, resources associated with UC, University of California, Irvine. There's another group here called Octane, which is kind of a technology 
Accelerator Economic Development Group. I would, in, uh, the Bay Area has these, obviously, in Silicon Valley, Austin, Texas, uh, Boulder, Colorado. Who else has uh, the Trump to mind? Albuquerque, New Mexico. There are some uh, tech accelerators there, Boston. So if you're going to start something, I would actually encourage the entrepreneur to, you know, um, associate with some type of innovation ecosystem that is that you hopefully you live there already, or move 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 somewhere and be associated with that ecosystem and, and draw upon the resources where you will be around investors, service providers, attorneys, uh, accountants, um, you know. Uh, this, this 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 whole group of people that can actually help you incubate and turn your idea into a product or a company or a service, and then start that path towards investment, and then also eventually towards you know, revenue monetization and 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 an exit. Yeah, that's awesome. That's um, um, that's very relevant because a lot of people think that just because it's a tech company that you have to have uh all the technical aspects but business doesn't get done through tech it gets done through the people that you're bringing into your team um and and, and surrounding yourself with those who who have the expertise who can help you um build and grow and you know capital is is not a um it's not for the faint of heart you know um, it's, I don't think that's why, I think that's why not everybody does it, but those that are willing to venture out into that arena, uh, to grow their business, um, I, I think really have a passion for, for changing the world and disruptive technology. Some of the stuff that we're seeing nowadays is, um, you know, it's, it's beyond Star Trek now, right? Uh, we're, we're seeing some crazy stuff. So what's, what's, some, what's, some of the, what's some of the coolest things that you've seen come out of that industry or that category? Well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is, this is what's fun, right? It is very Star Trek, Star Wars, futuristic, um, you know, trends and technologies and companies and entrepreneurs. Um, never forget, and you and I, uh, we heard this a lot in San Diego at the event that we were at together. Uh, what's the problem? What's the solution, right? Problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, solution, problem, solution. A lot of early stage companies and entrepreneurs and CEOs think their focus is to go out and raise capital. And I would tell you, um, the best way to raise capital is focus on the problem, provide a solution, and start focusing on revenue and monetization. As soon as you can prove the business model, the capital and the investment will come. So what am I seeing out there? Well, there is a company in Albuquerque, New Mexico called 3D Glass Solutions. Um, they have ceramic, this is pretty cool. They have a ceramic chip, microchip for uh, basically the, the, the hardware for a smartphone and other applications. But what they've done is take um, a, kind of a, a printed circuit board, a, a regular chip that will go into your iPhone or your, your Samsung Galaxy, and they have made the whole chip, including the, the board itself, They've made it out of glass, and then they've shrunken it down to the micron and nanotech level. And the, the, what, what, what this allows it to do is in this world of uh, 5G, which is all the new bandwidth that's coming um, for all of our uh, phone carriers and our mobile systems, people will be able to download a two-hour, a three-hour, uh, high-definition 3D virtual reality movie in seconds to their phone. Mm seconds with, mm-hmm. with ceramic glass chips. So all of the big company, yeah, amazing. Like, whoa, what does that mean? Well, yeah. that means that 
one of the biggest trends that I see, and we actually don't hear it talked about, but it, it, it creeps up, it's personalization, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, personalization in medicine, personalization in entertainment. We, 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 you, you see genetic testing and diagnostic testing, so you can get your own uh, you know, DNA and all of the, uh, uh, the, the understanding of how your body works. Maybe you can get a, a personalized uh, medical plan or, or, or drugs. Um, but could you imagine having personalized uh, entertainment experiences, a personalized movie oh, for yeah. you? Yeah. Right? That's coming, right? And the companies that are able to provide personalized experiences, products, and services to the masses are the ones that will disrupt everything. Yeah, it's uh, absolutely everything. And we're already seeing some of that with uh, Google Ads. Uh, We're seeing it within Facebook to where, um, you know, because the algorithms that Google and and Facebook use, um, the experience each individual user has is so unique that it's hard to really tell what is going on in the in the whole world because the those experiences are becoming so personalized uh, because of the targeted marketing and the keywords and so forth or whatever it is that we search that um we're, we're starting to see some of that now so um you know i think the whole uh, the whole scene from the movie minority report i don't think that's too far off in the future when you're walking down the mall and the advertising is being directly aimed at you um, based off of the information that exists out there. So I, I think it's, I think it's a super, super exciting industry uh, that you are in. Um, Scott, can so, you tell So, so imagine that, no, look, yeah, so, so you're exactly right. So imagine this, let's take it beyond Facebook and Google. Let's take it outside the internet, right? Imagine a digital marketing agency that is able to draw with, with artificial intelligence, draw upon everything that you do to provide a complete profile of your life and deliver up um, information that is relevant to you that you want and satisfies your needs, your desires, um, you know, uh, your goals and aspirations, especially in your, in your consumer and, and uh, business to business buying preferences. For example, what if that same uh, company can say, well, we know what your credit report is. We know what, um, if you pay your bills on time, we know, what you click, we know what movies you watch, we, we know so much about you. It's more than just Google and cool. Facebook. It is a complete immersive profile on you. And a lot of this data is already out there. And the artificial intelligence is able to go in and uh, get that and, and drop on that information almost real time and deliver up the ads uh, or the marketing or the offers that you want. Yep. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, happening. It's there. It, it is. It really is. And um, you know, and and again, just a reminder to the listeners, uh, regardless of your investing or actually using the technology, before you get involved with any of it, make sure you're doing your due diligence. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's a big thing uh, to you know, say not only safeguard your own information, but you know, protect your time and money as well. Uh, Scott, can you can you share with our investors where they can find out more about you? Um, yeah, so uh, two places. You could go to uh, www.disruptiveinvestorradio.com, disruptiveinvestorradio.com. And then also you could find me at uh, www.primaryllc.com. That's our investment banking firm. And I do have to say, don't forget, if somebody is going to be uh, investing in a company, 
Um, these companies are um, held to rules and regulations by the Securities Exchange Commission. They have to put together a prospectus or a public offering and all kinds of documents. You have to be qualified uh, in terms of net worth and income requirements to even write checks and be classified as an accredited investor. Um, there's a whole process of transparency and regulation and suitability to make sure that you know the the uh, the widow grandma uh, is not you know investing all of her life savings in some you know crazy crazy scheme that we hear about you know sadly too often. Okay, I love it. I, I love it. You, you, it's it, it's we speak the same language of um, that due diligence piece. There's uh, I see so many people that jump on an opportunity without doing it. And so what you just provided is is uh, is you know so pivotal to making sure that you're getting involved with it. Because yes, folks, that's right. The SEC has got regulations and there's certain things that these companies need to be doing. So before you throw your time or money into anything, make sure you do your due diligence. And um, Scott, you've been a phenomenal resource. And, and can you give our listeners our, uh, your website one more time? Absolutely, Justin. It's www.disruptiveinvestorradio.com. You'll find a podcast there of other shows that I've done where I'm talking to companies and investors. So they go deeper into this than, than I was able to with you, Justin, but uh, it'd be great to, uh, to see people there. And you can find me on Facebook, Scott Lopez, or you can find me on LinkedIn, Scott Lopez, and um, it, reach out anytime. Fantastic. Scott, thank you so much. Again, we've been talking to Scott Lopez, the Managing Director at Primary Capital and host of Disruptor Investor Radio about investor due diligence and the truth behind disruptive technologies. And if you want more information about what Scott's doing in the world, make sure you give his show a look, take a look at his website. We'll have that link on our website as well. Uh, Scott, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, Justin, thank you very much. I look forward to having you on my show very soon. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Take, we'll take care. We'll talk to you soon. If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit InTheClearPodcast.com and let us know.